Welcome to the Auburn UMC Clergy Conversations podcast. Each week, our pastors take an in-depth look at Scripture and preview their message for Sunday morning services. We're glad you joined us. For more information about Auburn UMC, please visit our website at aumc.net. Welcome to our conversation this week. We are mixing it up a little. Uh, I am Kelly. You are I'm Corey and, and I'm Julie. Yay. And Julie, what do you do at Auburn United Methodist? I am director of care ministries. This is my eleventh year. Just just a minute or two. You've just been a minute here. or two. Yeah. Well, we are very excited today. We are going to be reading and discussing Psalm one twenty six. Um, it is a psalm of ascent. It is a song of joy, mm-hmm. and we just couldn't think of a better person to pull in for our conversation. Um, So, Julie, as we start, will you pray for us? Sure. Thanks. Gracious and most loving God, we pray that as we read the scripture and as we talk with each other, that we would understand a little more um, what it means to be joyful people, what it means to be your people, what it means to walk through this life um, with joy and hope. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. I'm so glad Julie's with us and uh, Charles is away today but will join us again soon and um, Julie thank you Um, you bring joy thank you well and to be fair y'all didn't really ask me because I'm like the most joyful person ever I mean I am a delight but um, (laughs) because I did a devotion and staff meeting the other day about joy and um, a particularly difficult season in my life when I was not feeling much joy and my mom was this is the part you liked. My mom was buying me all this stuff that said, find joy in every journey, or um, uh, joy is the echo of God's life within you. And I was like, thank you, you know. Um, but it, it took me a while, but I realized that joy is not something that you find or that you work up. Like Eugene Peterson says, like joy is not something we work up. It's something that God gives. And I realized that my mom's intentions were really good, you know, that yeah. it's something that you not don't just find, but that you really have to fight for joy. And I think that's what Psalm 126 really tells us, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, can I read it? Oh, sure. Or do you want to no, read it? No, you go for it. Okay. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with shouts of joy. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us and we rejoiced. Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like the water courses in the Negev. May those who sow in tears reap with shouts of joy. Those who go out weeping, bear the seed for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy, carrying their sheaves. I love this one. It's so good. It, it's one of those psalms that um, it's really I really emotional. it is it's it's emotional. It's an mm-hmm. emotional psalm, and there's the the context is almost your emotions more than where you're standing, or or it's almost like human human life. Mm-hmm. This is where, where we have experienced something that has filled our mouths with laughter, filled our lives with joy. I mean that 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 image and. Uh, we're looking for it again. We need it. Restore us, oh God. There's that prayer. Yeah. Rejoice in past tense, but we pray that we'll res- be restored to see it again. Yeah, like in the message translation of it, he says, God was wonderful to them. God was wonderful to us. To us. We are one happy people. And now God, do it again. You like know, that. Which means like the joy is gone. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. 
uh, bring it back to us again, you know, bring rains to our drought stricken lives mm -hmm. and um, get us back to that place. And I think we're all always trying to do that, right? That fighting for joy, you know. I know. I, I when I read this this week, I was I've, I've been just looking over this. It's six verses, and there's something between verses three and four. Um, the Lord has done great things for us, and we rejoiced. That's past tense. Mm -hmm. And then you have this space, and then there's four restore our fortunes. As I read this, and if you look at it written out on paper, it's really interesting, at least the way the NRSV has it, mm -hmm. there's a space in between, and I was reading it and thinking, that space is where we all find ourselves, mm -hmm. yeah. and where something, we're, we, we can look back on times in our lives where we were giddy with, you know, overwhelming moments, yeah. you know, uh, holding a baby, um, rejoicing over, uh, you know, new life, marriage. I, I mean, you just think about it. There's moments in life where you just, it's, it's just beyond, uh, you know, anything. And then, then there's those moments where you find yourself going, ugh. <laughs> and it's that space. It is. <laughs> that uh, one little line sometimes, that one little blank line feels like an awful That's what time. I mean. Just <laughs> look at that blank line. That is where, you yeah. know, that is the human... Um, I don't know, whole or the human, that's, that's where we life. live. And that's definitely where we found ourselves in the last couple of years, you know, is, yeah. or like 20 months or so, you know, it's like yeah. we found ourselves in the middle of that gap, remembering what was and mm -hmm. longing for what could be. And I yeah. feel like that's really, you know, joy at its best, I think, is anticipation. And it's like joy has a history and it has like, yeah. I want that again, you know, those are the stories mm -hmm. we repeat to each other, those are the mm -hmm. stories we tell our kids and other mm -hmm. people and we we are always longing for that next moment of joy but most of life is lived in that mm -hmm. in between you know i always say mm -hmm. as, as christians we're at our best when we remember right you know oh, yeah. when we remember that god has a history you know and that this space that we're in right now is not everything you know what was before and what's to come um is there and it's a great message for us as we think about going into Advent, you know, mm -hmm. that now and the not yet, the space, I like that, you know. <laughs> I like it. That's so funny, Julie, you reminded me, we were at lunch recently with a wonderful group of women that we both love, and um, I just, like, that's just so true. We are at our best, and I think sometimes even at our most joyful when we are remembering. We had some dear friends remembering partners, remembering mm -hmm. uh, times past, remembering people who have been a part of this church and a part of this community and even though there was like the air was tinged with sorrow mm -hmm. at times there was so much joy uh, just around one dinner table and i love that you know part of our calling as christians is to remember the joy so that maybe we can recognize it when it comes around again when it's yeah. Not not the gap gap season anymore. Yeah. And then that the mess Eugene Peterson's so good, especially in the Psalms with that mm -hmm. translation of that. Mm -hmm. He said, It seemed like a dream too good to be true when God returned Israel's exiles. Yeah. And then um, just this book that I love of his on the Psalms of Ascent along obedience, he says, um, it seemed like a dream too good to be true. We nurture memories of laughter, shouts of joy, we fill our minds with the stories of God's acts. Joy has a history. Joy is the verified, repeated experience of those involved in what God is doing. I love that. Just that like we can build our lives on that foundation of 
remembrance and remembering those things and that will carry us through that those times of and yes God do it again you know but while you're not doing again we're going to remind ourselves Mm -hmm. that you brought us in God was so so um uh, I mean he always that's how he introduced himself in the Old Testament you know that's how Jesus talked to like remember what I've done you know I mean I am the Lord your God I just want to remind you what I did that means I'm probably going to do it again, you know, and the so people, true. yes, you know, you Abraham and, and so much happens in that space. Out yeah. I brought you up out of Egypt, but then it's like so much happens in that space and we start to forget that story. Um, and I love that. Like, if you look in the Bible, but they get quickly back to it. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you're going to do it. I know you're going to do it again because you always have, you know, yeah. and it's that space is, is where faith is. And I think, Oh, oh, this week we are moving into the season of where we we it it's it's to me one of the most holy things that our country's ever done is to create this place in this season called Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I think it's just the one of the most spiritual, non-religious kind of moments that we yeah. have, and we rush through this thing so quick because we're on our way to. We're trying to get to Christmas. You know, know, and if you've not ordered your stuff from Amazon, people. That's right. Go ahead and do it. My mother in law calls me to do it. Yeah. I mean, but you know how quickly we we jump or try to get into that next thing rather than enjoying this this kind of threshold of Thanksgiving, this threshold into the whatever's next Mm -hmm. moment and, and being grateful for what has been and what is what God is doing next, the now and the not yet. Mm. And, and this is like, in this psalm especially, it's not superficial gratitude. You know, it's not just like when I go around the table and I ask my boys, um, what are you thankful for when we've done it for a few days? You know, it's like, okay, I'm thankful for, what do you want me to say? You Nintendo. Know? Uh, what do you want me to say? <laughs> Nintendo usually. Yeah. yeah. What do you want me to say? And really like, but the kind of, the kind of joy they're talking about in this psalm and the kind of real gratitude that you talk about at Thanksgiving, the kind that really matters is when you can sit around and tell stories and remember mm-hmm. and uh, and really be grateful just to be gathered together, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're all feeling that a little bit more this year because we weren't able to in some ways yeah. last year. I feel that in the church services. Mm-hmm. I feel that at Wednesday night dinner. I feel that everywhere, like today with that luncheon, everywhere that we've been able to gather together we feel a lot more gratitude and joy, you know, because of, because we were unable to do that, you know? Yeah. 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 I feel like I don't know how to sufficiently express it. There's something about that blank space in between that makes this passage so beautiful. It would be so different if it read, the Lord's done great things for us and we rejoice. So do it again, God. There's something about that long pause, that that space in the middle of our lives, kind of that we've been talking about for a few minutes, that sweetens our joy, Mm -hmm. that helps us really wrap some perspective around our gratitude. Mm -hmm. And I don't believe that God causes suffering or that God rejoices in suffering, but I do think that sometimes these middle moments of life, like we see in this passage, um, really make us more capable of joy and more Mm -hmm. capable of gratitude in a way that I don't even know how to express or quite wrap words around. Yeah. Well, what does Kate say in her newest book, The No Mm -hmm. Cure for Being Human, that we're doing in our Mm -hmm. book club? She talks about that, and she's like, 
what if I forget what I've learned? You know, what if yeah. I forget that what I've what what if we all forget what we've learned during this pandemic? Even at the end of the book, and she's like, what if I forget um, how to be in this like what did she call it some sort of present like really yeah. enlightened enlightened or enhanced present mm-hmm. what if i forget how to do that well i mean the good news is is we can sit down you know especially with us as christians we can sit down and we can read this again mm-hmm. and we can read this history of god you know showing up yeah. for his people and so when it feels like he's not showing up for us sometimes listen or even listening to the stories of others like we did at that luncheon you know listening to the stories of others and listening to how god has shown up for them in surprising ways you know yeah um can help us to keep going you know and i think that's important that's why we're not called to do this alone you know and there's and the, it's big in this psalm and in all these psalms of ascent there's a we there yeah. you know oh yeah yeah and that's important like joy is not something you can work up on your own it's something that you know god gives us but it's also something that we give to each other yeah. i think that's really important you know yeah so somebody's behind you on that that ascent right okay keep going you know, sometimes you can do we it. need that yeah. <laughs> that's right and there there's something about uh, communal grief in this a little bit those yeah. those who weep yeah. oh, weeping yeah. is not just a weeping for itself though but it's it's a sewing mm-hmm. it's it's a, it's it's this these not it's not just the physical tears but it's this grief is like planting mm-hmm. for a harvest yeah, yeah. And, like and there's something about um, there's a there's a little bit here to me a little bit about it always comes back to the cross in some ways. You know, Good Friday, this idea that we don't really understand new life and resurrection unless we've gone through mm-hmm. the passion and the cross and yeah. the you can't death. skip that. Yeah, and, and I think our our lives and our world um, sometimes wants to quickly rush through yeah. the pain or, or not acknowledge it or, 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 or just gloss over it. And there's something about knowing that sowing in tears reaps joy. Yeah, it's back to that thing my mom was saying, like, find joy. And I'm like, it's really not how it works. Like, later on, I realized, like, that's really not how it works, you know? It really (laughs) is a fighting for it. Like, it really is, like, help me to remember and also, like, help me to just be present in this space between, too. And to receive it for all it is, you know, and not just... You know, try to what a, a, a teacher of mine used to always say: pull up your socks, you know, and keep going. And I'm like, that's not really great advice, you know. Like, you do have to keep going, but you don't have to have this fake perkiness about right. it, you know, and this fake like everything's okay. Well, I think it's clear we all understood that really well last year. Everything was not okay, right. you know. And in some ways, especially for people who are carrying the grief you're talking about, like mm-hmm. everything is still hard, you yeah. know, and grief is real but as you sit around the table and you talk with each other and you read a psalm like this or um you try to rehearse the good or whatever you start to realize the bittersweetness you know that joy and sorrow can coexist which is what's happening in this Mm -hmm. psalm i think um and really what's happening in our lives all the time you know um you can't just breeze past the sorrow um like you were saying not at Easter or any time. You can't just breeze past that. You know? yeah. Yeah. But to see it as planting something. Yeah, I love and, that. And I don't, and you, you like to plant. I do. <laughs> I mean, and there's something just so hopeful plant. about, you know you're not going to see it, but it's at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Or there's something, and like all gardeners know this, but 
seeds are a lovely thing because they're a promise of new life, but mm. seeds are also a reminder of things that have died. Mm -hmm. You have to pluck that tomato off the vine to get to the seed. You ha That flower has to fall off before it produces seeds. Uh, you know, it's this really like, in so many ways, it's a delicate balance between mm -hmm. life and death, as is... All things really that's yeah. kind of the beauty of our faith we live in that blank space we live kind of in that limbo place mm -hmm. which sounds really dark when when you say it out loud but like kind of like you were saying when you've experienced it it can be a really beautiful joyful yeah. even thing watching and waiting you know yeah kind of thing I think that's what joy is well, most of us will find ourselves surrounded by family this week. And whether mm -hmm. that is uh, a very joyful thing for you or a very difficult thing for you, um, as we close, how do you find the joy? Or how do you cling to the joy? Hmm. I think the, for me personally, is that what you're asking? Yeah. yeah. Um, one of the things that I, I do love is the Psalms. Yeah. I, for me, I've been journeying through the year through a book called Openings. And it's, um, gosh, I hate, I can't remember the author. He's wonderful. Uh, <laughs> Openings is the next name of podcast. it. Next podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, next time. But it's a song, It's kind of a psalm a day or half a part, and yeah. you, you just kind of journey with that and, and think about a spiritual practice that goes with that. Like sometimes just memorizing a favorite or just holding on to a favorite word from a psalm, like restore, um, or I'd do it again. <laughs> do it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Julie, what about you? I know that you uh, have all would those love things. for all of us to get you joy-themed knickknacks. Is that how you hold on? Oh, yeah. Um, that is some of the ways I do, right? Because at Christmas, all my stuff says joy on it. And I finally had to tell my husband, okay, no more joy. You know? <laughs> and then he was like, that sounds terrible when you say it. I said, well, I want joy, but I just no more joy things, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and so I think for me, I think... Um, remembering and rehearsing you know for me and my job I, I have the you know the pleasure and the it is a benefit of my position that I get to walk with people in difficult times but also hear these great stories of joy and God's presence and um, I love that and then for myself I love you know ancient practices like Lectio Divina mm -hmm. and reading the scripture over and over I've been known to live in a psalm for weeks you know and yeah um, I might live in this one again. Mm -hmm. yeah. So what about you? I like to read. I am a fan of, of all kinds of things. I enjoy a, a healthy dose of social media. I love the plants. But um, I actually, one thing that brought me joy specifically during the pandemic, I'm going to share it, is a person that I stumbled across on Instagram. His name is Terry Stokes. He is fabulous. And he recently published his very first book, which is incredible. And it is a wonderful book. It's called Prayers for the People, Things We Didn't Know We Could Say to God. And some of these are funny and lighthearted and tongue-in-cheek. And some of them are really powerful and inspirational and sometimes even difficult to read. So I thought I would read one that is lighthearted and joyful and wonderful that will prepare us all for several days of feasting this this next week right. this one is called before eating a Krispy Kreme donut <laughs> a spirit whose mercies are fresher than a glazed cascading down under the light of the hot sign make us like that donut hot and holy on fire for the gospel and set <laughs> apart as is Krispy Kreme from all competitors <laughs> Sprinkle us with thine anointing. Give us a sweet inner filling of peace and make us always leave room at our core for thy lordship. 
And as 12 is the number of perfection in thy scriptures, may we receive thy favor to go ahead and order a dozen, whether to eat alone or to go share at church and rip enriching our worship of our Lord Jesus Christ, who reigns with thee, our Father, one God, in glory everlasting. Amen. So thank you to Terry and thank you Terry to Kindred Spirit. No, let's go to Krispy Kreme. (laughs) And on that note, happy Thanksgiving. We love you. Have a great week. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Clergy Conversations with Auburn United Methodist Church. Check back next week for our next episode. For more information about Auburn United Methodist Church, please visit our website at aumc.net.